Marriage. Marriage is what brings us together As always, is Mary Pat Ward. And if you remember from last time, which for us was two and a half minutes ago, <laughs> but yes. for you it's been a week, Back to the Future came out in 1987. No, 1985, Grampy Doug. I just told you that 30 seconds ago. <laughs> I just looked it up, it was like 1985. I just remember specifically about Back to the Future that they released two and then six months later released three. Oh really it was yeah. that close yeah because they shot them simultaneously i have never watched two or three because i want to believe that even back then they knew that michael j fox was big so they wanted to get that money oh that he had the oh he had the parking yeah parkinson's. The parkinson's yeah really you think it was that far back yeah i would believe so wow gotcha because usually especially if you're that big. I mean, he was probably in his late 20s, early 30s. When yeah, because he, he, he played, I just forget, because he played a teenager for so long yeah. that he was w- way older than that, yeah, right? Right. Now I have to look this up. <laughs> uh, Back to the Future, yeah. Um, so that was why I was in the Huey Lewis in the News, was because more, more than likely it was because of Back to the Future. So, the movie that came out in 1985. Yes. When you were four. Right. How old were you when you got the tape, though? Like seven or eight. I can't. As a seven-year-old, you know, like, you know what I could go for? If you want to know specifically, I could probably ask my aunt, because she's the one who got me the tape. You know what I could go for? (laughs) Uh, I remember being excited. I like Huey Lewis I remember, and the being, news. I remember being young and being excited that when a Huey Lewis and the News video came on MTV. Oh my god, you were born like... Huey Lewis was the man. You were born in your 30s. I was. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, so Michael J. Fox was born in 61. So 71, 80. Yeah, so he was like well entrenched in his 20s. Right. When... I mean, Back to the Future came out early 20s, but then Back to the Future 2 and 3, right? Yeah, that was like he was in his late 20s. Yeah, so got it. Got it, got it, got it. Wow. So speaking about Back to the Future, hmm. of traveling along our, our weird world that we live in, we got to the back, we got the Back to the Future board game. Oh, yeah. Which we've played it twice now. Right. It's got... Like, three hours of instructions, which set Dougie off. Did we talk about that last time, I think? How it set you off? You're yeah. like, ah, instructions. Like, we had any other place to go it to. It doesn't matter. It just takes so long to go through them. Yeah. And then you question yourself about if you're following them correctly. Oh, my favorite thing to do now is when we get a new board game, we play it once, and then we look it up online for the other Geekazoids that play these and Let's make a living we're... out of... Right. Playing them for people right. online, and then watch to see if we did it correctly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, out of my mind, you which are. is fine. Um, so the first time we played the game, we, we, oh my god, I almost used a really arcane term. So I'm glad I didn't 
that was bad. It was about a dog and doing huh. something bad to it. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that stuff anymore. They'll come after you. <laughs> um, so the first, like right off the bat, we didn't follow the two, because it was just Dougie and I. We yeah. didn't follow the two-person game. We followed the four-person game. Right. Which I'm glad we did. We weren't. No. Oof, bad. Clearly, they could say two people all they want. That is not a two-person game. It totally stacks the cards against you, like, right away. There's no way you could, because there's a set of things. You have to help build the DeLorean. You have to ward off Biff and get the couple together. Right. So that the kids don't disappear from the photo, which is a part of the movie. Yeah. And there's all these moving parts to it. It's a cool, immersive kind of game. Yeah. But, you know, I think second time around was better because we understood it a little bit. Dougie's our game master, if you will. <laughs> now, uh, now the second time we played it was with Eddie, right? Yeah, that was the only one we played. And uh, at the very last minute is when we won. Like, yes. it was very last turn. Was it our last turn? It was, like, the last There's turn. There's, like, a meter because you have to get, you have to, like, do all the steps by 10.04. Yeah. It isn't counting time. It's just there's so many turns you have or so many rounds that right. you can have. Um, and we were on our last step, and we used everything. Yeah. It was cool, though. It was exciting because we fail a lot of these. I, these games are set up. I I was into board games for a long time, much simpler ones. But now, like, having a little bit more disposable ink. Like, because... You know, 10 years ago, I would not have spent 30 or $40 on a board game. Right. Now, 50 bucks, I'm like, take my money. <laughs> I will play the shit out of this board game. Um, the fines, though, on eBay are fun, like cheaper ones. But once in a while, you just want, like, the brand new one that came out, uh, which I'm excited about. I'm going to bring up in a second. So Back to the Future board game is pretty cool. There's two, I saw when we were at Target, there's another one as well. I'm not getting as crazy as that yet. One, because you have to have room to, like, yeah. hold them all. Two, it can be expensive. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't gone to, like, I know we have a Titanic board game, which I know that sounds weird, but it's a good it's a good game. Um, people died. Let's play a board game about it. Um, I saw that there's another board game. I didn't go to the lengths of getting that one. Um so I saw the other Back to the Future game, but we didn't go that far as getting that one. So we played Back to the Future. That 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 was a good time. Um, Dougie, just because he's Douglas, got me um, the Hocus Pocus board game, which I can't wait to play. Yeah. I figured that'll be fun the weekend yeah. that we see my family. I kind of want to play it beforehand to, like, get a feeling for it. Because um, you do wind up working out the kinks, like, playing it and then watching it. Because I think we enjoyed it more. We were able to explain it to Eddie. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. Love board games. I could talk about board games forever. We have a whole bunch of board games. Boy, you are yawning. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. It's your time to go to sleep. Whoa, it's a quarter it's to... past my time. And you have to go to... <laughs> work tonight yeah Ugh, gross yeah. all right well, why do you think on. i get so grumpy <laughs> uh uh that's a, first of all that's a personality trait of yours grump yes okay. you're a little you don't think you were born a little bit of a grump man i think i'm perfectly pleasant 
You don't think there's any theme amongst your family? <laughs> I'm just asking you. Perhaps. Just as an impartial observer. <laughs> that there's not a running theme. The grump gene. <laughs> is all I'm saying. <laughs> so I wanted to start the segment about food, but I have not done that. No. I failed miserably. So let's skip it. No kidding. There's nothing there. <laughs> Thanks for telling me to skip it. I want to go back to that, but... I don't think it's our strongest thing. No, it isn't. I don't really want to do it anymore. <laughs> well, that's all you have to say. Boom. Done. Jesus. <laughs> Cheese and crackers, Douglas. Just say it. I still want to make stuff, but I don't think we have to talk about it. No, because I think it's boring. I don't think it's boring. I just don't think, like, that's one of those things that you would just do that. Yeah. Because to spend, like, two seconds on it or, you right. know, it just doesn't make sense. I'm good. Done. I still want to do the thing, though. <laughs> yeah. But just for us. Um, okay. Parenting. <laughs> Cleaning. I'm going to go on. I'm going to. Uh, I could feel it happening. I felt it earlier this week. I could tell the difference. I could see Iz's room in the same disrepair, if you will. And it really depends on my mood. So her room didn't significantly get worse. Yeah. It was bad. I mean, it was a teenager's room. Yeah. Smells um, like butt. First of all, she went in and used the bathroom spray in her room. And I was like, dude, does that not signify <laughs> something? Whatever. Um, earlier in the week, I was, I mean, not okay. But, like, I was, like, I looked in and I'm, like, I was in because I was stealing one of her garments to use or whatever. Passing glance, not a big deal. Friday, I see that room. It is not markedly different. I will say that. It isn't, like, that much worse or whatever. I was in a different mindset. Yep. I could tell my manicness is coming back. Yep. And I lost it. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> I I thought girls were different, and that's no. not true. See, that's and and it's d girls are different, right? As well, like she's not Instagram. No, Isabella. She's messy. Tessie is. Yeah. She's artistic. All those things that I said. Remember, right? So this is me. This podcast. If no one else listens to it, is helping me. Is therapy to me, even though I hate that yeah. idea of it. Is it makes me think twice about things because we record it and then we'll listen to see if like we're gonna do edits or oh, whatever. I cannot wait for you to listen to that first part and see how crazy you're being about young blood. Yes, I can't wait. You're gonna be like, hmm, maybe I'm going a little over the top. No way. This. Nope. I'm gonna love it all the same. Uh, I've been doing videos on Twitter and I Instagram. I love it. Seen them all. You know what's the best part of it is like you love me. I'm guessing. I'm hoping. Yeah. You're <laughs> married to me. Fine. It's the people that I deal with professionally out there that are also seeing that. Fantastic. Especially because there's a lot going on in my life now with, like, being out there a little bit more with some stuff that's happened. And then, so they see that, and that kind of, like, goes out there into the universe, right? Yeah. Like, professional Mary Pat. We've been, right? This is such a, it's a theme. Professional Mary Pat rules. There's stuff about me, professional, good, all good stuff. Right. So that's, like, in the beginning of the week, I get congratulations, stuff like that. By the end of the week, I'm singing, I'm lip syncing along to Youngblood with my like love is love t-shirt while I'm doing the dishes. Two very different. Yes. Very different. Views. 
views of the world. Um, that's what happens when you have a long ass week. Yeah. <laughs> Feel that sh- feeling. For sure. Yes. So I could tell I was different by the end of the week. It didn't stop me from losing my mind because there's still an accountability measure there. What do you feel about clean rooms, Douglas? How do you feel? Does it matter? Because there's some parents, good parents, like they're in it to win it parents, but they don't give a shit if a kid's room is clean or not. Like, what do you think about it? I think that, uh, I, I, in a way, think it's important. Um, I also do find it taxing to an extent. Not like the room was like dirty, but it's just clothes need to be put away and stuff like that. I am I am probably like a lot of other people. I hate doing laundry and I hate folding laundry. <laughs> like I know some there's probably a small pocket of people who love it, mm-hmm. but I do not love laundry at all ever. No, it physically bothers me sometimes. Like I will walk past it. I will wash it, dry it, hang up the stuff that needs to be dried. Yeah. Take it down, fold appropriately, put on hangers. I literally physically can't put it away in a drawer. Yeah. Or hang it up. I don't know why. That's I like the easy stop. Part. <laughs> it's at the very end. Upstairs we have two buckets of clean folded laundry by style. Clothes <laughs> on hangers and I can't just do that last part. I scooted it down towards at the end of the bed and got into bed and like pretty much slept over it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I don't know but, I have to do laundry today uh, with her I don't know what her deal is I never know what her deal is I could ask her straight away and she has like, the coolest room yeah first of all it's a nice big room yeah two uh, she gets anything that she wants pretty much yeah because she doesn't ask for and I say that not because we're amazing or we even spoil her that much she doesn't generally ask for things that are crazy and over the top. Right. She has her moments, like there's some extra things, but it's never like super crazy. I, I think <laughs> she doesn't want for nothing. Like generally no. if she has a good argument for something, she gets it. Yes. And that's because not she's great. <laughs> I don't know if she's smart about it. Like, never was she like, I need those $100 sneakers. Right. Or $200 sneakers. She goes in and says, I want a suit for semi-formal. I'm the one that's like, you know what? You should get that Calvin Klein one. <laughs> it was never her that said that, right? Because you're psycho. But it looks so good on her. <laughs> but that's right. So she's like, oh, I want... Th- I don't know if she plays it smarter. It's hard because you can't. She plays both sides. I just don't trust her <laughs> ever. She's like, you never believe me. I was like, cause you're a little schemer. <laughs> I was like, you always play me and your mother against each other. Yeah, she's really good at that. You like to play dumb. Like I don't know what these things do. How do I live? And then she defends you no matter what. You guys could literally like just be fighting, and I interject, and then she defends you. And it sets me off. <laughs> we know why she does that. It's hysterical. Why does she do that, Douglas? How do I put this nicely? <laughs> Is sees me as 
someone who's special. <laughs> <laughs> the best day ever was I called her out on it. Because she had done it, defended you in a, a multitude of times in a short amount of time. Yeah. After I was defending her, because you're hard on her, like in a good way. Yeah. Like you, you've always expected more of her. You saw her as a bright child that like got the world, and and you've you've interacted with her thusly. Right. I babied her a lot, helicopter mom, in the beginning. I've separated myself from that. I'm hard on her or expect more of her in different ways. But she's always been your champion. Um. And it set me off the one day because you were being hard on her. I didn't think, I think she, I thought she was in the right. And it was just a series of her defending you, <laughs> yelling at her pretty much. And I was just like, I'm over this. And was just like, I know what you're doing right now. And she's like, what? And I'm like, I know why you defend him like you do. I was like, because you think he needs defending. And she's like, what? Like all affronted? And I was like, you consider him one of your lovies, like one of your stuffed animals upstairs that have to be taken care of. That he needs a little extra love. We'll leave it at that. And she, if looks could kill, I would have been dead. Because I, one, discovered the secret. And two, laid it out there into the world. (laughs) Because she always has me as the villain in her story, doesn't she? Um, Less so now, but it's always there. It's always the edges of us against mom. Yeah, I guess. Or her against me, like she's going to right the world by like defeating me in some way. <laughs> Meanwhile, other people think I'm perfectly pleasant. Her friends love you. <laughs> I'm the most I'm sorry I upset her because I'm an accepting mom she wants to fight me I'm the mom that's like yes I'm you know an ally for LGBTQ and this is not like oh I'm excited this is just things I would have been anyway yeah you know an ally for LGBTQ plus I very much feel my love for young like if you want to wear pants if you want to wear a dress love who you love women's rights to over their body you know, all of these, all of these things, the fact that I believe people of color get a raw deal in this world, especially in our country, that, that people need to be more accountable, that kindness should overrule, that those things that like make a person, a person, I guess, to me, they seem easy. Like, I don't see why it's hard for people to get on board, if you will. I'm trying to stay apolitical, but whatever um is gets put off by that because she wants me to like she wants that fight (laughs) because she's a teenager yeah she wants that every every teenager wants to have a chance to rebel and to so she'll say something and i'll be like yes so like today is like national coming out day or whatever (laughs) and so i was like oh we've got stuff to make a rainbow cake we should just do it to do it like to show our support or whatever She's just like, I guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> She's so funny. Are you kidding me? <laughs> She's like, look at this guy wearing makeup, right? And I'm like, oh, I follow a guy and I'm obsessed with a guy that wears makeup. She's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> You're stealing her stuff. I know. <laughs> 
And then when I tell her about things that I think she would be interested in, like I, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to use the word, I'm going to say, young blood is everything that like, what she's into, what she feels about. I thought you were going to use a different example. Who, what? It was probably a year, maybe, six months after Hamilton came out. And you're like, Is I think you'd be really into this. She's like, I don't think so. <laughs> and she'll say no, but I was there when this happened. So I can vouch yes. for you and say, yeah, Is you absolutely did that. You're like, I don't think so. No less, a few months later, she's like, Hamilton's amazing. Yes. Or like Beetlejuice. When they announced there was going to be a Beetlejuice thing. I was, I posted on Facebook. I was like, this looks like a thing I could be into. And she's like, no. She's like, oh, I don't think it's going to be very good. Obsessed. Obsessed. She hates when we're right about stuff. That's what it comes down to. And she thought that she, who, she thought she discovered Queen. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when we had to have that conversation. She's like, you've got to hear this band. This guy is great. And I'm like, oh. Well, I think that came with, because uh, what's his name did a cover of it for Suicide Squad. Panic at the Disco guy. Oh, Brendan Urie. Yeah, he did a yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody yes. for Suicide and Squad. And then she got, she must have looked it up or whatever and was like, whew, this band, man. <laughs> Ever hear of this band called Queen? <laughs> They actually made a joke in American Housewives with Emma Cat. She's like walking up the stairs and they're in the kitchen and she's being sassy. And Diedrich Bader's like, ah, that time in a preteen's life when they think they've discovered the Beatles. <laughs> and Iz and I both like looked at each other and we're like, ah, it's so true, yeah. right? That. Yeah. So I think what I'm doing is ruining her childhood <laughs> by live, reliving my own. Right. So I think there are things that she would like, and I've ruined it for her because I've liked it. I think I annoy her in a different way, though. Oh, yes. You annoy her in a completely different way. I annoy her because I I, I get, like, real with her quick. Where she's like, for example, she'll be drawing. She's like, I can't draw hands. I was like, if only there was this thing that you could just type in how to draw hands, and it would show you videos on how to draw hands. She's like, shut up. Like, she thinks the internet's just for cat videos and TikToks. Yes. I was like, there's literally 75,000 people gonna on YouTube. She's going to be so upset with me. So the one line I could not draw, the, well, the one line drawn in the sand, I was on Twitter and responding to people. So she's like, kill me now. Thankfully, it's not anything that she's into. Yeah. Um, although a couple times now on the Twitterverse, I've grabbed news, just like when... when I lived in the dark ages in my apartment before Douglas was living with us. And he was like in the outer world and I very much had a small world. Yeah. He would come uh, with bags full of DVDs for me to watch, which yeah. was very exciting. And like pop culture news. Yeah. And then the saddest day was when like, did, I don't know if either I said it first or I already knew when you told me and you were just like, it's the beginning of the end. For us, because... You used to get excited. I used to get excited to tell you things. I know. And then you knew it before I did. <laughs> that was sad to me. So, so sad. So Iz would be able to one-up me with stuff. So now I go a step further and one-up her within the stuff. Like, I was the one that told her that Alex Brightman was going to be the voice of Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah? Again, on, what was it, Teen Titans or whatever, whatever the thing is yeah. that she's... and. 
the look that came over her face of joy and mad at the same time because I told her about it. I did that to her the other day. But I told her that Doctor Strange is going to be in <gasps> Spider-Man 3. She's like, wait. Like, She's I like, can what see are you her. talking about? The cartoon? I was like, no, the movie. And <laughs> she, like, I could see she was uh, like so angry. So good. So, parenting. It's okay to annoy your child. Yes. But do it in an well, educational it's way. <laughs> you can't punish. First of all, we live in a world you can't. What are you going to tell your child? Punish them? Make them go in their room again? I mean, we're living in that world right now. There's right. no punishing a child. And she doesn't do any. She's not a bad kid. Yeah. So the only thing we could do is annoy her. Yeah. <laughs> she gets like, she goes to, going from 10th to 11th grade in college classes, I'm told, the teachers use words perfection at the high school. I don't even get a chance to yell at her about anything. Yeah. So I'm going to obsess about this dirty room. Yeah. You son of a. She's got to, I was like, my big thing is keeping her humble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. And to annoy her. Oh, God. Does it feel good? <laughs> She's still my young adult. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Bitter? No. Um. So the next topic, which kind of goes into a little bit, is in married life. I think family life as well. Yeah. The secret language of married life. Do you know where I'm going with this? I do. I'm wondering if you actually do. What do you think I'm talking about? I know Obviously you're like a, half tired a, and a, stuff. A non-communicative. No, not at all. This is super light. Just the made-up words we've created amongst oh, our family. Okay. Oh, I appreciate that. You thought I was going to delve deep. I thought you were going to be serious. <laughs> no, we had some. We had the therapy session the last time. Oh, I can't. You know me. That was one of our. That was part of our argument in Walmart, where you're like, "This is not really the time or place." And I'm like, you're right. And by the way, I don't want to talk about it afterwards either. <laughs> and that drove me nuts. I know that did. I did not do that on purpose. That was I not... just honestly felt like I don't want to talk about another serious thing. Which we were fine, right? Yeah. Like we always do that. Like we come back pretty quickly. Um we we come back really quickly, I yeah. think. Uh but but yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't even want to talk about this anymore at all. We're fine. We're good. And then I started apologizing, which set you off more. I was like, you're right. And it was like as bad as if I was like, fuck you and the horse you rode in on. Yeah. It was probably worse than that because you thought you I was were, being condescending, yes, but being, I wasn't. But the thing is, it felt like you were being, uh, intentionally, um, obtuse. No, like appeasing. Is what I was I was saying yesterday. I was like, you're being intentionally appeasing, which is driving me nuts because No, I was apologizing sincerely and I apologized <laughs> again yesterday. Too. But it was different yesterday because I think you actually realized where I was coming from. I Whereas realized it the, the other day. In the store it felt like you were being like you said. Maybe it was the echo and the seven thousand other people around us. Condescending and <laughs> That doesn't lend itself, that Walmart. I I hate and love that place at the same time. It's hard. All I know is, for as big as that place is, I still have to go to another grocery store this morning for a roast. 
<laughs> Why do we yeah. go there sometimes and it looks like the zombie apocalypse happened? That's how sometimes I'm always like, oh, I wonder if we should check the news. Yeah. It's based on how messy and distraught Walmart seems. Because it seems like if they release something like, ooh, there's more cases of COVID or something, people go nuts. Yeah. So anytime we go there and it's super, super destroyed, immediately I'm pulling up like Google News to see if like something was released. Yeah. Because it seems to like be a byproduct of that. It gets out of, like, it isn't just empty shelves. It's yeah. like people torn, torn apart. ransack the place. Well, it's like that meat department. We <laughs> were in the meat department and that woman was just like flinging meat across the case. She was pissed. Well, she was with her mom and she looked a certain way like angry women do. I'm going to leave it at that. She looked like she'd seen better days. She was probably like 20. She was probably <laughs> definitely younger than me. And then she's like, I coughed into her hand and then touching me. And I turned to Douglas. I'm like, I'll become a vegetarian before I would purchase any of that meat that she touched so angrily and with her coughing hand. <laughs> and Doug's like, yeah, that's why I hate going out. And I'm like, stop being right, you son of a... Like, it was already bad enough. Like, just drive it in further, sir. Because you're like, like, with me anyways, especially during this time, I'm like hyper aware of everything that's happening. Yes. So like... When they were given, like, one You look way. like a newborn baby every time we go to the grocery store. Your eyes are, like, blinking open. You're, like, labored breathing, like, deeply sighing. Like, your worry and anxiety that I think obviously is higher right now physically manifests itself <laughs> in the exact time that I need you to, like, be with me. I lose you immediately. Immediately are you lost to me. Only because... <laughs> excuse me only because now it's the truth only because i don't know why grocery shopping has to be an event like if you give me a list i can be back in like 25 minutes buying like half the stuff and weird you're like oh i couldn't find the pasta sauce that you needed so i got grape jelly <laughs> What? I don't do that. You do sometimes. I do not. Like, we'll get the same kind of stuff. Like, everyone has that same kind of stuff. Like, you're like, oh, I'm going to buy the things for the first time ever that don't go with each other. Well, it doesn't have to thing. be. And I promised is, it's terrible. We're living in a world where going to the grocery store is an event. <laughs> but that's in the world we live right now. Yeah, but she likes being home. She does, but, like, she needs, you know it's bad when she says she needs to get out. So I was like, my plan was like, we're going to go to Target, get a fancy drink from, get a, get a fancy drink from Starbucks, peruse around a little because we were looking for some Halloween stuff, birthday stuff for Stacy and, um, and then go to Walmart and do like our actually grocery shopping. I could feel it. You fit like physically manifested yourself right well it started with we were going to the party city you're like i'm just gonna be in the car and i could see is this is like she was already like this is how it's gonna be i get it so i got it and i was like that's fine i did give you the benefit of the doubt the first time at party city i was like he doesn't want to go in there's nothing in there that's gonna like catch his eye. there's nothing in there for him yeah. so we'll be quick and you know I was looking for a couple things. She was looking for something specific. 
quickly and we'll be out. That's not a big deal. Let him right. So that was okay. But 30, then I felt thirty five minutes later. But you were fine. You were chilling in the car. I was asleep. (laughs) You were resting. So I was like, all the better. But then I felt like it charged you up. (laughs) Like we gave you power by letting you get away with that. No. Because then when we got to Target, aggro, twitchy, (laughs) physically, deep sighing, physically (laughs) manifesting. So we get into Target. The immediately first thing you do is like deep sigh. (sighs) And I'm like, oh, this is not going to go well. I don't think you understand what a sigh is with me. You deep sigh. No. Usually I'm taking a deep breath. No. And that sounds like a deep sigh. No. Don't even with me. Does it sound like that? No. Okay. There is an undertone. Like, I could feel it. But I can guarantee you most of the time. looked over at me and I was like, all right, do we ignore it? I can guarantee you most of the time it's not a deep sigh. So we walked around. You're like all twitchy and don't want to stop at anything. And I could tell with it. So I was like, nope. So Target's not going to be it. Like, this is not how ha- I could already see where this is going. And it's not going to end well. It's not. We didn't even get our. I was so already verklempt by you. We walked by Starbucks and I realized I'd promised it as a fancy coffee drink. We didn't get her one. So I was like, I failed. So now I'm already. And then you <laughs> you went to Crazy Town in the Walmart parking lot. And then I was done. I didn't go to Crazy Town. I was telling you there was a car backing up. You were already. And then deep you're sighing like, all I the know. way up the aisle. And then you're like, I'm just breathing. And I'm like, you acted like you were 7,000. You're like, I can't. I was like, you can't walk and breathe. And you went like super crazy at the other end. You're like, I can't anymore. Like super dramatic. I, I can't walk and breathe anymore. I'm like, okay. that I was done. <laughs> so done with you at that point. Where you're like pretty much saying you needed a jazzy scooter to go grocery <laughs> shopping. And I was just so done with you Getting at that tired moment. And, old. and then is I watching is who was her event for the week of getting out of the house, you taking it over, and then she just was, like, on her phone. And I was like, oh, man. And then I was like, well, we've already disappointed her, so I'm going to go crazy pants on Douglas. Just get it out there. Oh, gee, who didn't see that coming? Then we went and got ramen, which was good. Yeah. We had to wait 20 minutes, which was bad. Yeah. Ugh, I hate waiting. And then we made Iz go in and get it, which was good. <laughs> we made Iz go in. So this is when we started coming back right. So yeah. we we came back right with each other by annoying Iz. by annoying Iz and making her go in to get the food. She's like, I've used all my social points for today or whatever new kerfuffled shit the kids say these days. Yeah. Her anxiety for getting the food, whatever. I was like, just go in and get the food. So then she comes out. Meanwhile, it's only three meals. Yeah. Only one has any sort of broth in it. Yeah. Came out like she was, goes, look at her. Look at her right now. And I look in the rearview mirror. She was acting like she was carrying a bomb. Yeah. Like someone strapped a bomb to her and she had to go into a bank and steal money. Like walking real weird and being crazy. So I get out of the car to open the door for her because God forbid she would be able to do that. What if she was by herself as an adult? She would just be walking around the parking lot. (laughs) 
like walking all crazy. So I get out of the thing and then proceed to be her and be like, I can't walk. And which made Dougie laugh. And then we were fine. And then she was like, I hate you both. I'm going to spit and poop in your food, which is a thing that we say to each other. Yeah. Which is now we're going to go back to what we originally talked about, which is our secret language. Yeah. I think every family has this. But we we go to, like, such lengths with ours. So, like, our big thing now is anytime Iz and I are annoyed with each other, and Douglas, you do it too, we're always talking about how to get back at someone, we're going to poop on their pillow or (laughs) shit in their food. I don't know where it started, but it is out of control at that point. Because immediately when that happened, her first response was, I'm going to spit in your food, which is, she would never do that. And then it went to, like, I'm going to poop in your food or whatever it was. Like ridiculous like out of control can you imagine saying to your mom or me saying to my parents i'm gonna shit in the food i would have just woken up (laughs) from my 30-year coma i can only imagine saying to like my mom or dad that's it i'm gonna shit in your food i they would have grabbed you by either arm and tore you in half (laughs) i wouldn't be here today um but we go back, like, Iz and I go back and forth a lot with stuff, which, yeah. to the point, like, I know you think it's inappropriate. I know you do. But, I mean, at this point, she has no other, so- like, I'm, like, we're yeah. her social, whatever. You guys do act like friends now. <laughs> You're, like, giggling at the same shit. And... I know. I'm it's like, I guess weird. I'm the only adult in the house. <laughs> and then she comes down. I perfectly place it because I want her to get into the stuff that I'm into. So I, like, hear her upstairs and know when she's coming downstairs and then hurry up and get the video cued so that, like, when she's downstairs, I'm like, oh, look what just popped up. This, like, young blood video. Watch it with me. And then she was, like, watching it and then realized in a fugue state what I made her do and she, like, got upset and, like, stalked away. Um, so those are the things that we do. But we definitely have a secret language that starts with, I think, pop cultural references. Yeah. Um, and then, like, goes, like, first of all, how dare you? Right. But, but then we some... do it in the real world. I think our first one was Bazinga. Yeah. Can you think of something before that? Uh, no. That's what she said was early on. Yeah. From The Office. First but, of all, how dare you is from The Office. From The Office. Bazinga is from Big Bang Theory. Uh-huh. I'm disabled. <laughs> IT crowd. IT crowd. There's a lot of them. And yeah. then I I sometimes show my feelings not in like made up words. Yeah. So like Iz gets completely grossed out that Doug and I are affectionate towards each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> she thinks uh, affection can be iffy for her. Sometimes she wants to be like a baby and loved and other times she's like grossed out and certainly in a very... I think, thankfully, a very typical teen thing. Yeah. I don't know what I'd do if she was like, I love when you guys are affectionate with each other. I'd be like, she needs help. <laughs> so thankfully, in a very typical teen way, she hates the fact. And and my parents, believe it or not, were affectionate towards each other. Doug's family and affection is a weird thing. Um, So it's been very funny as we have it like hugging and being by each other, but not all of my family members. Right. 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 Um, but I'm like an affection. I'm a crawl. Like 
very different Mary Pot. Outside world, I'm like independent, feminist, and I still am that way, but I crawl all over Douglas. Like I am all over him and set him off so much. And like, and is too like so inappropriate. I can be sometime, like, I'll chase Dougie around and be like, I'm going to get your gitchy goomies. Like, here we go. Made up words. I'm going to get your gitchy goomies. And it's like, the baby's here. So we do that whole thing yeah. where, like, we try and gross her out. Um, and she'll be like, she'll hear me say something like, I'm going to get you or whatever. And she'll be like, no, thank you. Like, from <laughs> another room. The first time she did that, I almost peed my pants laughing. Because <laughs> you really, you know. But we're, I'm a affectionate and then it's and people think you're affectionate because they see you around me right but other than that no even with is there's like lines with is like you're just not only with me yeah so people do because when we're together they think you're like that and i'm like no he's not like that at all yeah like with other people there's like no effect like you're not no Except when you're drinking. Then you start hugging people. <laughs> I do not. Hugging Douglas. I remember no. it was like one of our Labor Day parties or Hugless. whatever. Hugless. <laughs> you were, you like hugged everyone here and I'm like. I did not. I don't believe it. And then you've got your weird heterosexual partner, Dave. <laughs> I love Dave. I know. <laughs> you guys like talking about like making out or whatever. It's great. <laughs> um, so that's. So I wonder, like, do other people... I'm sure they do. They do, But they ours plays out. Like, I do like that. I'm going to get your gitchy goomies or I'm going to get your butt in, like, the grocery store. And you're like, stop it. We're in public. <laughs> yeah. I just do it wherever. <laughs> just like I used to cluck like a chicken randomly. <laughs> I don't know if that was an anxiety thing or whatever, but I used to do that in high school a lot. Oh, really? I don't yeah. remember. You were hating me then. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. No, you didn't hate me. I nothinged you. <laughs> you nothing to me. You, I was out, except when I would like come on and be like Doug Ward, and then you'd be like, "Oh right, I hate that bitch." Yeah, that's pretty much my sums it up. <laughs> so I don't know if you have anything else, do you? The only thing I was going to talk about. Why do you have a thing? Let's talk about uh, your thing. I don't have a thing. It's just that we never publicly. I mean, a few people know, but we never publicly talked about how we got engaged. We never <laughs> told the story about how we got engaged. Yeah, let's do that. That's fine. So, <laughs> it starts the one night at work. I'm at work. And the weekend that we have coming up before, um, I'm sorry, the weekend that we have next like after I'm done with work the next weekend. Right. Is like busy. We're going to see your sister in the Poconos because she rented a place. And then your friend KT was coming up from Australia yeah. and meeting us in New York. Right. So. God, remember we used to have plans like that? Yeah. Going to someone's chalet for a night, playing board games, whatever. Going to New York the next day. Yeah. Now that'd be like a whole th- You can't do that anymore. Right. At least for now. Weird. Hopefully anyway. it comes back. Oh, shut up. Stop pretending like you like doing two things in one weekend. Lies. Probably anyway. doing two things in one day. Post office? Bank? How dare you. So, I go to my friend at work, Eurice, and I say to him, 
I didn't know it was. I don't know this part, by the way. Oh, you, you never told me. I never this told part. you this part? No. Not the pre ring part. <laughs> I went to your Reese and I said, I think I'm going to propose this weekend. And he just snaps his head around. He's like, Really? Random? I'm like, Yeah. He's like, What do you think she's going to say? I was like, And I thought about it. I was like, I don't really know. <laughs> like, I knew, but like, I never was really confident in in that which is crazy because how long were we together when you we got engaged eight seven <laughs> seven or eight years <laughs> seven years but going into eight you're, were you not confident you're you're quirky i, I am quirky. i didn't know if, you, fact, if i'd hit you at the right mood the fact so <laughs> he's like do you have a ring i'm like no i was like but how car to get a ring so because I'm not the ring when right, people and I think gonna, of a I was get oh, sorry. sorry. So I oh, knew wait. I knew that you are absolutely not traditional. Mm. And if I spent more than a hundred dollars on a ring, you'd be like, the fuck is the matter with you? I would have been pissed. <laughs> so I went and just got a nice little clotter ring from a local jewelry store. Hoping I got the right size because Every time I've ever tried to get your ring size, you've been like, why? Why do you need to know my ring size? What are you trying to do? Because I and felt it happening. Freak out. Because why would any other person ask for a, like, I'm not a jewelry person. Right. So when you would, it got to the point where we would be like at a store and he would randomly try and jam a ring on my finger to see what size it like. I would be caught unawares. I'd be like looking at something. He'd like run up and try and jam. A ring on my finger to see if it was the right size. And most of the time I play it off as, ah, isn't like this funny? Kidding, <laughs> like, like kidding around? And I was like, nope. So anytime he'd be like, this size, I'm like, oh, absolutely not. So I came home. You were someplace. I came home. Oh, you were up there already. I was. I did the girls' night like right. the night before. And then you had come back and I was going to go with you guys back up. And uh, I think Iz was still up there. Yeah, because she wasn't with you. No, she was at, at, I had just got up the night before by myself, ladies night, because she was at a theater (coughs) Okay. Because we had to go to UNC, remember, and then pick her up and go to Walmart. Right. So I had had the ring in my pocket, knowing that the ring was in my pocket, just the ring, nothing else is in the pocket except for the ring. And I remember thinking prior to that, that <laughs> I can't like yank shit out of my pocket because if everything in my pocket goes flying, the rings are flying and I'm gonna lose it. Right. Not thinking what happened was gonna happen. <laughs> and what happened was we got to the front door. Yes. I had a bag in my hand and a bag under my arm, and I was reaching in my pocket for my keys, and I pulled my keys out, and the ring came too. And it hit the floor. Boop. And the thing is, it was dark. So you're like, you heard something hit the floor, and you're like, what was that? And I dropped the bag on the key, on the ring. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll look around for it, whatever it was. And she's like, no, what was that? I was like, don't worry about it. I just go. I'm going to lock the door. You're like. You could have said change. You could have said anything. No, you didn't. You were like, don't. Who says don't worry about it? Immediately, what does that person do? (laughs) Worry about it. I panicked. Someone's, like, going to press the big red button. What are you doing? Don't worry about it. You immediately (laughs) worry. Immediately worry. So, uh... (laughs) 
I uh, lift the bag up, and I pick the ring up, and I show you. And you're like, why do you have a ring? <laughs> and I just kind of look at you and I'm like, well. Because the whole plan, this was the, the plan. I know a plan. I'm glad that didn't happen. You I don't know think... the plan. They don't know oh, the plan. Oh, sorry. The I can't. plan was. thinking about it, I can't. I don't think I could have handled it. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be curious to how you would have handled So, the plan was... Nope. Oh, my God. No. We are going to meet your friend KT in New York. Yes. And eventually, we are going to go to the Alice in Wonderland statue in, in Central Park. Yes. It was going to happen around there. I don't think I could have handled that. I don't <laughs> think I could have handled But what happened was very much me. <laughs> have a, it was have much a, us. Have a very scheduled God. plan. And fuck it up completely. <laughs> Thank God. I don't think I could have handled that. That Central Park thing. I don't think. Oh, my God. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> Is it cute when you see it? Yes. Because we've seen it now a couple of times. Yeah. Like, when we've been there, we've happened upon that kind of stuff. Right. I don't think I could be a part of that. <laughs> I don't think. I love the idea of it. You would have ran away. Like <laughs> I would have I gone to live in Central Park someplace. Oh, where they film Law & Order SVU. <laughs> <laughs> that's also when we go into central park yeah we go i'm like oh that episode where that person was assaulted happened by this bridge in central park so that's that's how that happened thank god <laughs> so I then did... i was like yes and then we told and then we we're like are we gonna tell is are we gonna wait because she wasn't at that point good at like keeping anything to herself. Right. She would have walked in a room and be like, "They're engaged," because it'd have been about like the Isabella story. Right. Um. But it didn't. We told her in the parking lot of Walmart, <laughs> Walmart, and she immediately burst into tears. Yeah. I'm so happy, and we're like, "All right, weirdo." So then Doug, <laughs> as we told the story, proceeded to tell everybody that Is had more emotion about the. About the proposal that I did. Yeah. <laughs> she did. She gave you the reaction you were looking for. <laughs> Just not from you. Thank God. Right. Well, that was her. I don't care if you break up with him. I'm never breaking up with him. <laughs> little weirdo. That's such a little weirdo. <laughs> oh. But that's... That's us. <laughs> Weird. Weird. Weird moments. Oh my god, her dressing up and waiting for you <laughs> at the door, sitting there with a full bridal outfit on, <laughs> waiting, and I <laughs> uh, I was like, you're coming on a little too strong there, sister. <laughs> I think you need to at least uh, take the veil off. She, she had like the veil and the gloves on and the her dress ups, man, <laughs> and her chair, and she was waiting by the... the door because it had the just the plastic that you could windows you could see through i was just waiting she loved when you well because she knew we were going out to dinner yeah she's gonna get a balloon of some sort yep. some sort of accoutrement and she got attention yeah you know so she loved that there was always excitement <laughs> with that dougie warbucks <laughs> yes i had very much more disposable income so the last, the last thing we won't get into because we're we're verging on another, which is good. We're doing what we wanted to, is being ahead of it. Right. Um, as we get better with this, maybe. But I like our rambling. 
I think that's yeah. it's perfectly what we want it to be is but i am excited if we ever get to this so maybe i'll switch it up is the outside world so i'll start it with this the outside world to me the structure of this was you know we we talk about when we look at our structure like sharing the tv and rabbit like random things we get into and parenting and married life but like i love the idea of us as a family unit and the outside world and how like we deal with that sometimes some of the things bleed together if you will yeah but for us is we've got on some amazing adventures. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what I'll do is set it up today and then maybe we'll start with that next time yeah. and then and then see where it goes. So it really came up too because I wound up getting a hold of my dad's scrapbook. Right. So my mom passed away when I was 13, and then my dad passed away when I was 19. And by that point, he had been an assistant living facility. So, like, all of this stuff, my life was, like, packed up um, and into, like, the four corners of the world. Yeah. Some my siblings had. Some I had in boxes in my sister's attic. Some things I had with me. But, like... My life, like when you walk into like your parents' house or have a place like your Graham's house, there's like a place, right? right? I didn't have that. Yeah. Um, And so there were things that I would think about over time that I just thought were lost and that I would never see again, you know? Um, This was surprising to me because I don't remember it existing. Yeah. So this is one of the few things. So my parents were both married at one point, divorced, both had children, who were at that point, like my sister was the youngest out of the seven Yeah. between the, the, at that point, the, just the yours and mine. And she was like eight, nine, 10. And then she was probably 10 when they got married. Yeah. 11, 10 or 11. Uh, when they got married. So she was older Yeah. in that way. She wasn't a baby, if you right. will. So they had the opportunity, and because there were siblings around and stuff like that, to go on trips and stuff. Because they themselves were both married previously very young and started families very young. No. So they used it as, like, their second lease on life, at least before I was born. Um, (laughs) And went on adventures and trips. And my dad kept a scrapbook. Um, And it's so funny that I don't remember the scrapbook at all. And most of the the adventures took place before I was born or when I was little. I yeah. wouldn't necessarily have had a memory except because of pictures or them talking about it. Not a clear myself memory, but a memory through someone else. Yeah. Um, and I got to relive it through this scrapbook, which is amazing. Yeah. It is, when we talk about a physical manifestation of my dad's off-the-chain crazy mind... In the best possible way. It's all the things in that scrapbook are the things I love about him. Because there are a lot that I struggled with and still struggle with about who me, like, how I am. Um, But this was, like, everything that was good. Like, the stuff that I loved about them, the places that they would, like, go to eat, the things that they were interested in, history, stuff like that. So they had larger trips that they went on. But really, the cream of the crop for me were, like, the weird day trips that they would go on and experience, which 
the reason I bring it up in the outside world is I have, we didn't have like a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, I didn't certainly didn't have a lot of money and was struggling when we first met. And, and so it wasn't like, Oh, like any big trips or anything like that. Everything even now is super planned out in regards to large trips, but day trips ugh, are my bread and butter. And so I have, did you didn't do that as a kid, really, right? You did Day larger trips. trips. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so I started dragging Dougie along to revisit some of the haunts that I experienced as a child, um, and then new ones. Right. And so I have a list that I want to go through with you, and sometimes with Is. Um, as our guest host once in a while of some of those experiences that we've had with these adventures. Right. Um, we haven't gotten, it was always part of my structure. We haven't gotten to it, but especially with my dad's scrapbook, I think I want, I want them there and recorded. Right. Um, because you forget stuff over time, right? Like some of that nuance kind of stuff. And I don't, I don't want to forget it. Right. So so that is what the outside world right now would be. I have like a list of places. So um, I won't, I'll surprise you with them too. Like okay. the rest of it, yeah. I won't let you prepare. I'll just throw out like random ones and okay. then get what your thoughts are on yeah. that. So that's kind of what the outside world will be for a bit. Um, and if you have any ideas too, if you want to surprise me and come up, because I think there are a couple that on your end, that like I got to experience for the first time, right? So um, through you, so and I know that this will cover two weeks of podcasts. Yes, and then the next time we record, <gasps> yes, let's your bring sister, this up. Your sister Lois will be here. So we were at my sister's. We haven't seen. We usually would go down. Yeah, a couple times in the summer. A couple times in the summer, and then like once every two months. Sometimes more, depending on what was going on. So we hadn't seen them in a bit, got to see them, and she literally presented a script (laughs) for the podcast that she wants to be on the podcast. So the next time we record, your sister Lois will be here. (laughs) We will have, we will be recording with my sister and she's got her agenda. Yeah. Uh, So I'm very excited about that. I hope all of you listener... (laughs) Oh, if you listener, she like presented in a very official way. Yeah, like we've got like officially. Like, she was very official about it. Here is everything, and she's like I, guys, trying to sell it to us. I'm like, like we you, literally sit in the kitchen and just talk to each other. He's like, you guys need a producer. No, we don't. No, we put we the don't. phone down. I hit record, and we talk. And we talk, but she really thinks I don't know. I, don't I think know it's either. brilliant that she thinks that way. <laughs> Um, that she thinks that this is anything but us just talking to each other in the kitchen and not having listeners probably except her and maybe other people randomly once in a while. So that's, that's, that's it today, man. That's it for today. Now you can go the fuck to sleep. Close those eyes. Go to sleep. Babe. You're my friend. (laughs)